You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Man, you're not going to believe it when you see this guy in a second. I don't know if it fell off a truck already or what, but our guy <laughs> Dave Sherpin, the sports book consigliere out in Vegas, my Yinzer brethren, already has Super Bowl 58 gear on. We'll get to Super Bowl 58 trend or truth in about 20 minutes, plus some really big bets coming in uh, that Joe has dug up for us. And lightning bets before we wrap up the final hour of BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. We got you covered just 10 days away from the big game now. And there he is, our guy, Dave Sherpin. Dave, you look a chef's kiss as always. The beautiful city of Pittsburgh skyline behind you, even though you're yes. out in Las Vegas. Good uh, good to see all of you. Yes, we were, you know, retouching bases and saying hello. We did all the greetings before. <laughs> we'll do it to the BetQL audience as well. Mac, we've talked about this before. You don't ask where, you just say, yes, you got stuff. I mean, this is the good stuff. It's got all the patches. It's got the Las Vegas down the side. I got a home game. This is unbelievable. People have been coming to Vegas for decades for Super Bowl parties, VIP parties, to bring suitcases of cash and make wagers, bet all the props, do all the stuff. And now we got the game here. They're going to walk across the street, go to the game, and come back. Um, it's a blast. It's it's already started, and it's going to be a whirlwind for the next uh, eleven days. Dave knows a guy. Dave Dave always has a guy for everything guy. That, mm-hmm. that you can think of. Got a guy. All right. Uh, you live in the city of, of big events. Yes. Like, let, let's talk about compare the Super Bowl or what you think it's going to be to anyone else. I mean, it's just probably been a whirlwind for you because Dave, over the years, we've had conversations about how the the NFL has always been hands off when it comes to Vegas. Then you get the franchise. Now you got the Super Bowl. You've had the draft there. It's just, just crazy. Um, what's close because everybody I knew that even lived in Vegas, all you guys uh, did this summer was complain about the racing that was going on and how it was making your lives completely miserable. But sports or non-sports, what events are even in the same atmosphere as what you're going to see over the next couple of weeks? I don't know as far as day of, but I can tell you this, that F1 changed the entire landscape of the city, literally. I mean, they ripped out trees they built grandstands they made it completely inconvenient to get around for all the locals and then there was this just huge influx of signage and billboards and all of these things and it was a build-up in a slow time and now we got 
February 1st today, and we just came off of CES, which is a gigantic show, the Consumer Electronics Show, New Year's, where 300 to 500,000 people just show up and party for two or three days. Vegas is a big, big event place. This is another big event. I've been telling people it's probably going to just be a little bit bigger than usual, but it's another day here. Other than the signs, you can't imagine, Joe. They turned a Luxor into a Dorito chip. It's a big Dorito chip. The skins and the signs and everything everywhere. There's big footballs where I used to park at the Westgate, like in the lot that I know where I could go and get in and out quick and see a guy about a thing. I can't park <laughs> because there's a big football. They're doing these things. So it's going to be big. The thing that's that, that's different as well is that the NFL has embraced it. Like you said, mm-hmm. we couldn't put the word Super Bowl on anything in our books, anything in the buildings. Advertise on the marquee. We'll take a million dollars on a bet on the big game. We couldn't say Super Bowl. Now everything says Super Bowl everywhere. Oh. It's all over the place. And uh, the merch is everywhere too, which I'm, I'm, I'm loading up on the merch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm jealous. That jacket is amazing. Thank you very so, much. Thank you. Uh, about a week, a little over a week from the Super Bowl. Do you place a lot of bets early? What's your strategy when betting the Super Bowl? So now it's been, it'll be, this is my third Super Bowl outside of the business, not in the book. And mm-hmm. I have such a different perspective on it because this would be the week we would be cranking out meetings and trying to come up with cross-sport props. And is his yardage average for the season? Does it translate into the Super Bowl and all this other stuff? I have been so busy, Aaron, that I haven't even looked at anything. I got a couple guys in places that are like, you know, Benson at Circus trying to put out, offer me a, a, a prop, and I'll see if I can get it up on the board. So I kind of took it as a personal challenge because I used to do it. If I can get through with something unique, I'm going to get a a sports BK can sig or some kind of prop up there and see if he can get it on the board. As far as betting it, I mean, the sharp guys, the bad guys, they've already announced their presence with authority. The opening number was two and a half, three, and immediately the first bets were on Kansas City, but it got to one and boom. They started showing up this week with six-figure wagers, 100000 Like, it's nothing. Lay one, lay one and a half, lay two, and that's where we're at now. So it being on the West Coast, we get the San Francisco money. If you guys remember, the last Super Bowl we had before the world changed with COVID and everything was Chiefs and Niners, 2020. And out West, we got San Francisco money. Back East, they were getting a lot of Kansas City money. This is one of those things that's going to happen again. I think it's going to play out different players. I mean, Mahomes and Andy Reid are the same, but we got a different dynamic, but it's the same teams. I'm getting flashbacks to all of that. Yeah, Dave Sherapan, a longtime sports book odds maker with us here on BetQL Daily. We were kicking this around early in the week when we were talking MVP market, but it's it's a legitimate conversation. It's not just talking about it in front of your old uncle to make him mad because he's tired of seeing her face. It's 
the Swift-Kelsey effect. Like, it's legit because 20% of the MVP vote is a fan vote. And so Travis Kelsey could have five catches for 83 yards, but if he's got a touchdown in there, who knows? Maybe that 15 to 1, 20 to 1, whatever you got Kelsey at for MVP hits. So if you're thinking about how that moves or how that gets played throughout the rest of the week, especially as the the public and the amateurs start to come in, does it move at all? Does it is is there is that a thing you've got to think about if you're at the books? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can tell you this just from all the years of being in the book and taking the bets and watching people bet, taking their bets. The two biggest prop bets that people bet are the MVP because everybody can have an opinion on it, and it's fun, and there's narrative stories behind it. I mean, it's a quarterback award, and it's hard to see that the Chiefs win and Mahomes doesn't get it, but that would be the side storyline that Kelsey could get it with a big game. I would think, see, Mac, I, th- I would think he would have to get two touchdowns. You know, I don't know yeah. five and 83 with one is enough um, based on how the game goes. I mean, if it's the only touchdown, maybe. But the San Francisco thing is interesting because it's not automatically Purdy if they win. You know, I think it's McCaffrey's in the mix. Is Debo healthy? Could Ayuk have a, a monster game? The fun thing uh, that a lot of people will start to bet in as – it gets closer to kickoff. They bet a defensive player. <laughs> and it's been a long time since a defensive player won. I'll never forget the Steelers Super Bowl. People wanted Paul Amalu to win that thing so bad, and they bet it from 100 to 1 to 80 to 1 to, to 50 to 1. I think we closed it like 8 to 1. And, and we were just kind of not laughing, but we were like, boy, this would be something if this happens. The other big pr- a prop that people love to bet is the coin toss. They love the heads or the tails. The tails never fails. Somebody showed up yesterday at one of the Caesars joints and bet 100000 on the coin flip because it's the Super Bowl in late 03. Like, oh, come I, on. I swear that that's what, the, <laughs> that's what it was, Joe. It was 03. So, you know, you, you get different people talking about different things. Uh, you got Kanish out there talking about, is, it, is there a narrative where the kickers could win the MVP? Is it worth 300 to 1? No. The kickers aren't winning the MVP. Stop. Yeah, uh, I've I've heard some of that too. Um, that Palomalu story reminds me of how this all started with Super Bowl prop betting and William Perry. It was the '85 Bears and how that was fifty, and then will he score a, a touchdown? And by the end, I, I believe the the story goes, it, it was bet all the way down to two to one. We know. It ends up cashing. Walter Payton is not going to touch down. He is very upset at Mike Ditka after that game. Um, yep. As long as we're talking about Super Bowl stories, whether you were involved or not, give us one of your favorites. One of your favorite Super Bowl stories, whether oh. by the behind the counter or stuff you've been told with all the contacts you have out there, uh, where, where do you go? One close to home, and I've told and, and uh, the people like, – great people at Yahoo Sports will back in the day put together this fun little cartoon video was 2011 Steelers Packers and I had a future on the Steelers and I had a name tag that said Dave Pittsburgh PA so everybody knew that I was from Pittsburgh and I maybe sound like it a little bit some people would say I have an accent no, I don't no. know if I do or not just a little about? bit of art and Don every once in a while comes out but guys showed up we opened the book Sunday at 6 30 in the morning I'm there to open the book Six o'clock, get the cash, put it in the drawers. Me and one other person are there. It's quiet. And a guy shows up and says, I want to bet the Super Bowl. I said, great. What would you like to bet? And he said, 
I want to bet a million dollars. And I said, okay, buddy, no problem. Go get the money. We'll take the bet. And he disappeared from behind, you know, and came up on the counter and popped the duffel bag up and said, I got the money right here. And I was like stunned because I kind of said, you know, we had it on the marquee. We were taking a million on the side. And up to that point, nobody had come in to do it. And I said, the money's here. And he said, count it. Yeah. So he, I unzipped the bag and neatly shrunk wrap in there as a million in cash. And I uh, said, hold on, I got to go in the back. And I went in the back and said, there's a guy out here. He wants to bet the game for a million dollars. And he said, what does he want to bet? And I was like, I, I got to go ask him. Hold on. I ran back out. I said, what do you want? You want to bet point spread, money line? What do you want to bet? He said, what's the difference? What's the difference? You want to bet a million dollars? Okay. So I don't know if he's playing me. I'm playing him, but I know he's got a bag. So I said, you want the Packers minus two and a half or, or, or the Steelers plus two and a half? No, I want the Packers. Okay. Go back. He wants the Packers. All right. Write the bet. So there was only one other supervisor there. We divided the bag, ran the money, boom, 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 printed the ticket. And I said to the guy, do you want to sit in the VIP and watch the game with us? He said, no, I just bet a million dollars on it. I don't want to watch the game. I'm leaving. And he left. And that was it. That was the first seven-figure bet I ever took on the game. 18 minutes later, a guy comes running in. We moved the line to minus two and a half, uh, minus 120. So he could take the Steelers even money. A guy comes running in and says, Dave, 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 what? And I knew this guy, regular. He says, I want to bet the game. Okay. Steelers. Okay. How much? A million. And I went like this. I said, I can't <laughs> Are you serious? And he said, Yes, yes, quick, lock it in, lock it in. So I go to the back and I say to the boys, I'm like, Yeah, your man's out here. He wants to bet a million on the Steelers. Okay. Ran the money. This money was in a different bag. It was not the same. It was, I don't know where this one came from. You know, a guy and a guy, who knows? But it was dusty and it had a lot of things jammed up the money counter. Ew. A times. It was, was not buried good, in the Aaron. desert it was, somewhere. It, was, uh -huh. it probably was in somebody's backyard or something. And he bet a million dollars on the Steelers. And we had literally a, a $2.1 million taken in 18 minutes. And I couldn't fit it in the drawer. I had to walk it over to the cage, get an escort. The end of the whole store is the best part. I had just taken $2.1 million in bets immediately. And I'm like, wow, all right. You know, I had to close my window, put the close sign up, get all the money back. I come back, move the close sign. Guy comes up to the counter, says, I want to make a parlay. I said, okay, $5. 5 $5.18. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. He bet Ovechkin to score a goal. He bet, he used the hockey games, the basketball games. He parlayed everything in an in, in $18 parlay. And um, he didn't win. He didn't even make it to kickoff. The game's lost. But that was, the, that was one of my favorites. That's the one I hang my hat on. There's so many other ones. And I can't wait to see what it entails this week because there'll probably be a whole chapter in the book after this week. That's why he's the sportsbook consigliere, Dave Sherapan. <laughs> Phenomenal, my man. If you find oh, wow. any more of those jackets and hats, you know three people who text me know. the sizes. Text me the size. I'll send you a picture of the options. Text me the sizes. I'll get you whatever oh. you need. Text me the sizes. You know how to find me. I know where to get you. All right. All right. Next next time you're back in town, say hello. We appreciate it, Dave.
Thank you, guys. Great seeing all of you. Continue good work. I'm sorry you're not going to be here, but uh, we'll be in touch. We'll miss you, bud. Thank we'll you. catch up again soon. Dave Sherapan, longtime Vegas odds maker. I mean, wow. he takes $2 million worth of bets in like 15 minutes, and then the guy walks up with the $5 parlay. Uh, just, that's just perfect, especially where we are now. That was a little bit ahead of the time. Uh, exactly. Alongside, <laughs> alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth, I'm Chris Mack. It is BetQL Daily. Super Bowl trend or truth on the way. Some big bets coming in and breaking news. Uh-oh, something happened in Washington. <laughs> That's next on BetQL Daily. <laughs> we'll be right back with BetQL Daily.